What the fuck is up, world? Bialy, Tlaltik Pak. We back in this bitch. Another podcast for that ass. Another grito. Sea, dicho. Coming about two motherfucking months now, dog. It's my last podcast. I can't help but laugh. It is what it is, man. I always say I'm going to keep more consistent with these motherfuckers. And I straight up do intend to do so. But life fucking happens, dog. Life happens. You know the story. Ain't shit changed but the swisher, homie. Okay? Um, and life in a, in, in a multitude of perspectives. Okay? Uh, to begin with, I got... I was blessed with a very... I was blessed with a full course load already to begin with this semester. Well, foolish for, for, for my standards. Right? And then... Uh, at the very beginning of the semester, I was blessed with a couple more classes, and one of them happened to be a mini semester, dog. And I've never taken, I've never, I've never taken a mini semester before. As a student, I never took a mini semester. As a fucking teacher, I've never fucking taught a mini semester. This was my first experience doing so, and boy, let me tell you, that shit was intense, homie. It was fucking intense, right? For those of you who are non-academic fucking peoples, you're not a fucking academic dork like myself. You have no idea what a mini semester might be. It's just you cram a whole ass semester in six weeks, dog. It was fucking, it was a, it was an interesting experience, man. And uh, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. And I definitely enjoyed the paycheck that came with it. But the workload was a motherfucker, dog. Uh, and that was already in addition to all the other courses that I have going on. You know what I mean? So um, let's just say from that perspective alone, I was already busy as fuck, dog. And then you add on to it just everyday life shit, homie. Um, you know, I got a family I got to take care of. I got to pay attention to and shit. You know what I mean? But then on top of that, I got my own personal shit that I'm dealing with. You already know the story. I've already fucking lamented on it multiple times on this podcast. And, you know, ain't shit changed, dog. You know, this is an enduring process. Grief is an enduring process. It's not linear. It's fucking cyclical. It goes back and forth and back and forth. And some days I'm good. And some days I ain't. And sometimes those fucking good days last a long time. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes those bad days come along, dog, and they just can't seem you just can't seem to shake them off you know what i mean and um that's what happened doc so between all the work that i had i was dealing with my own personal shit my own little mental funk and uh i just didn't want to jump on this microphone dog and fucking you know spread that negativity to you all motherfuckers because i know you got your own shit going on too dog and i know for a fact that i don't want to be that person that unloads my trauma i don't want to trauma dump on you homie you know what i'm saying i want to come and give you fucking I want to take the fucking black pill and shit out the white pill for you. You know what I'm saying? I want to transmute the negative energy. I don't want to contribute to the negative energy. So I said, you know what, dog? Fuck it. I'm not going to podcast right now. And on top of that, if I'm being completely honest, I wouldn't even have been able to podcast, dog. <laughs> uh, There's a, you know, a funny little side effect of the quote unquote sickness of spirit. And that is that you know, the philosophy machine just stops working, dog. I just, I can't think. I, it's just, it's not even there. I, I'm fucking fighting for my life, homie, to get through the day when, you know, when those kind of days kick in. And uh, the idea of sitting down to write, read, philosophize, podcast, man, I was barely keeping up with the fucking social medias at that point. You know what I'm saying? OG underscore Ice Nice 13 on the gram, if you haven't already followed something along the same lines on the other socials, right? But um, yeah, I was barely keeping up with those motherfuckers because of how, you know, difficult it was just with the workload, uh, life shit and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But uh, we back in this bitch, dog. <laughs> like I said, another podcast for that ass. We back from the crypt with some more hood philosophy shit, okay? And um, yeah, man, like I said, just 
this is going to be a little bit of a running back. I got a couple of podcasts already on deck lined up for you all. So I'm looking forward to getting those bitches out to you. Right. But uh, for this one, just to get my feet wet again. Right. It's going to be a quick little running back, dog. A quick little running back where I'm going to, you know, talk about a little bit of the fucking Heideggerian nightmare, if you will. Where, you know, uh, I was unable to be committed, essentially, to a particular goal. And as a result, you know, doomed to suffer in the throes of inauthenticity. It was rough, dog. It was rough, okay? And I'm sure you've had this fucking life experience, too, on your own, right? Uh, You understand how easy it is to get fucking caught up in the everyday mundane, the minutia of everyday life, you know what I mean? And this, I know for me personally, despite this fucking Nietzschean grandeur, I, you know, imagine myself to uphold, you know, the truth is your boy is a weak bitch sometimes. And, you know, those weak bitch tendencies kick in and they easily overtake me instead of me overcoming them. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, dog, like despite all of that, despite all of that, one of the positive takeaways that I was, you know, thankful for is that. I was able to still remain, for the most part, a little bit committed and, you know, to some of the goals that I have, namely working out, dog. You got to stay, you got to stay grinding, homie. I wasn't as consistent. I even changed my whole gym and everything, dog, because it's such a funk. I was like, bro, I need to change in my life, dog. Change my whole gym and everything. You know what I mean? But um, all that just to say the the workout gym, not the jujitsu gym. You know what I mean? All of that to say that it's just trying to fucking, even though I knew, I knew, dog, I knew that I was in that funk because I, I was doing a lot of shit that I don't normally do. I was partying a lot. You know what I mean? It was fun, don't get me twisted. But um, it was like a Heideggerian nightmare, bro, because I know the shit that I'm supposed to be doing and I wasn't fucking doing it. And on top of not doing it, like I just literally could not fucking, I literally could not do it. I just like, it wasn't there. The energy wasn't there. But, you know, thankfully for myself, I was still able to remain consistent-ish, right? At least three times a gym or maybe four times uh, a week for the gym and all that kind of shit. And all that to say is the importance of, you know, discipline and how discipline influences and affects our lives and all that kind of shit, right? And hopefully that I'm able to parlay that discipline and get back on track with these motherfucking podcasts. And because, um, you know, just keep philosophizing because there's a lot of shit going on, dog. You know this. I don't got to fucking tell you this. You don't need me to fucking tell you, right, that you're listening to it. Like, I appreciate that you're listening to it. You know what I mean? But you don't need me to tell you this. You fucking know exactly, like, <laughs> you know the world that we're living in right now, dog. Shit is crazy, homie. And, um, yeah, that's the whole point that I wanted to do for this particular episode, dog. Just like I said, just get my feet wet get back in the podcast game, and just drop a quick little run it back. I think uh, probably the most important thing at this point to discuss, for me personally, I feel the most important thing for me to discuss is just the current state of financial affairs, dog. Like, it's pretty weird, man. I'm not going to lie. I've, I found myself for the, like, in the last five years, for real, for reals, but definitely in the last two years, for the first time in my life, really being concerned with financial matters, dog. And the reason why I say it's weird is because, you know, for the longest time, if you would have asked me, dog, I would have straight up told you, like, your boy's a fucking dialectical materialist, like fucking abolish capitalism, homie, straight the fuck up. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm not saying that I don't necessarily feel that way still to this day. What I'm saying is that, well, there's two things that I'm saying. The first of which being, dog, on top of before anything, first and foremost, it's all about surviving, homie. So what I mean by that is like, yeah, I don't fucking simp for capitalism. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it doesn't play a fucking very important role in my life. I did that for the first 25-ish, 28-ish years of my life, dog. And it really fucking came at a detrimental expense to me. Uh, So much so where I came to understand that, as I've mentioned before, the lack of financial literacy and on top of that, coupled with the pushing of the Marxist agenda, was itself perhaps a psyop that was designed to entrap an entire generation that is going to be beholden to the whims of not having the financial literacy and the effects 
that it's going to have on their lives in turn. You know what I mean? To which, unfortunately, I became a victim too. I don't say a victim, dog, because I'm not a victim. But uh, it took me a lot of work to be able to fucking, you know, climb out of that hole that I dug myself into uh, because of that mindset that I had. And, you know, it came out of, you know, uh, it, it required a lot of work is what I'm trying to say. And uh, part of that work was educating myself on financial literacy, obviously. You know what I mean? Coming to the understanding that I was responsible for educating myself, <laughs> basically. Like the schools, I, I talk all this shit about day schools and about how the government miseducated us. It's true. But it's not the government's edu- responsibility to educate us. You know what I mean? I've talked about this before. And uh, the reason I bring it up is that because when I started actually getting financially literate, it was kind of weird, man, because I still kept my fucking, my little Marxist bent. You know what I mean? But with a little bit of a, it, contradictorily, understandably so, Marxist twist. And I, I listen to what I'm saying here, Doc, okay? What I'm saying is that, like, it's the Marxism that brought me to my economic understanding, right? Which brings me to the second point that I was going to make. And it was that uh, it's easier to imagine the end of the world than it is to imagine the end of capitalism. The famous quote by Zizek, you know what I mean? And that was just the basic understanding. Like, dog, this shit's not going anywhere, okay? And if it does go somewhere, chances are it's taking the fucking world with it. So in the meantime, you have to become financially literate, right? And uh, in doing so, I started to, well, for one, I realized like Marx himself was like super financially literate. He, he you know, studied economics. You know what I mean? And uh, the part that I'm trying to, the, the point that I'm trying to get here to with that is that it's just weird. Like how you go full circle, you go from the far left, you know, of the economic spectrum. And it almost like, I don't want to say I'm a complete fucking, you know, libertarian, an economic libertarian, you know what I mean? Because I'm not. But it's to the point now where I start to just contextualize shit in terms of economics and realize how much of the world affairs that are currently, you know, hot button issues that are being even many of them swept away, as we'll talk about here shortly, right? Swept underneath the rug. Realistically, what they boil down to is a lack of financial understanding, dog. We could sit here and, you know, try to come up with all these elaborate conspiracies. And I'm not saying that they're not fucking, they're, they're, you know, that they're not real or not. What I am saying is that they're a lot easier to explain when you just... <laughs> When you just take it from an economic perspective. And that's, you know, realistic. Like, again, even though it sounds like I'm, you know, becoming the simp for capitalism, I'm not. Because that's exactly what the dialectical materialists are going to tell us. Are we live in a material world. Our entire lives are, are, you know, structured and directed by economic interests. So to say that, you know, all the current actions that are unfolding are a simple result of, you know, financial affairs. It's not fucking out of pocket, dog. And it's certainly not conspiratorial. And uh, it's funny, dog, because, you know, even though... I was going through my little funk. I was still digesting content, just a different level, dog. I needed a break, realistically. More than anything, I needed a break from the black pill of social media. Came to the realization, dog, that even social media itself is a fucking psyop. You know what I mean? Especially because it's an algorithm, homie. It's only it's you. It's fucking. It's only gonna give you what you're looking for. You know what I mean? And me personally, I, I'm not an exception. You know what I mean? I'm an, I'm a philosopher, and I'm aware of the way all this shit works. But I'm a fucking human being, first and foremost. You know what I mean? At least I think I am. Anyways, the point is, uh, because of that, I am subjected to the very fucking uh, fundamental issues that we as philosophy professors like to accuse other people of. And one of them, for instance, would be an echo chamber. And, you know, me personally, I got, I am still, I, I'm, I'm cognizant of it now and I'm trying to do away with it, which is why I took a little bit of a break from the social medias, right? But I myself am in, a, in an echo chamber right now on a social media where it's, you know, a fucking, a leftist, anarchist, fucking bent, a spiritual anarchist, a spiritual anarcho bent to it. You know what I mean? 
And uh, which is great. I love it. It's my just my fucking raspberry jam. You know what I mean? But it comes at the expense of constant gloom and doom. You know what I mean? And you need to take a break from it. You, I just need to take a break from it, Doug. And uh, just because I was taking a break from the social media doesn't mean I was taking a break from the digestion of con- uh, uh, digesting content. I was still fucking with content. You know what I mean? And uh, the majority of the content that I found myself fucking with, dog, was economic. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about the economic content is it seems, at least for now, I could see a little bit of it already starting to creep in, especially with like environmental social governance, which is one of the podcasts that I have on deck for y'all motherfuckers. Like, I can't wait to talk about this shit, BlackRock and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But different topic for another day. But uh, one of the things that I really enjoyed with... uh, the, the 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 economic content was the lack of social justice issue. Like it's just fucking completely non-existent, dog. All they give a fuck about is making money. You know what I mean? Like that's just bottom line. No matter how it is that they make money, they're just trying to make money. You know what I mean? Which is not surprising. You and I both know this, right? So you might be like, well, what about with the corporations when they're you know virtue signaling about their support for Black Lives Matter or for Gay Pride Month? They don't give a fuck, dog. They're just trying to make money. You know what I mean? So. um all of this is to say, right, you know, uh, <laughs> trying to reconcile my quote unquote Marxist tendencies with this newfound appreciation for the, the study of economics. You know what I mean? And uh, in doing so, dog, I started to get really fucking into what's happening right now currently with the petrodollar and how it's going to affect us directly. You know what I mean? Like I've had a basic idea of how the petrodollar works, but dog, just reading into this shit lately has really fucking really opened my eyes to where it is that we currently stand in, you know, the, the the scheme of human affairs, dog. And where it is that we stand is that the country that we're beholden to, the United States of America, this fucking cartel that it uses its alleged uh, fucking authority, its illusion of authority to fucking corral us and fucking coerce us into these unjust actions that, as I've spoken about before, come at the direct expense of much of our karma here on earth that I feel like, you know what I mean? And the difficulty inherent with trying to escape that because you realize that the only fucking solution is, you know, to either go with it, whether it's tacitly or not, at the expense of, you know, because you're afraid of being, you know, imprisoned or worse, or to fucking rebel against it, which, you know, is not much of a better fucking alternative. You know what I mean? But um, that fucking cartel, the quote unquote United States government, these motherfuckers that washed ashore on Turtle Island 500 plus years ago and decided that they, they were just going to fucking assert their beliefs and ideology on the rest of us and, you know, threaten to, up, to uh, threaten to uh, or, or force us rather to uphold it and perpetuate it under fear of force. Those motherfuckers, they're in a bad way right now, dog. It's not looking good. OK, and uh, realistically, there's only one of two options, dog. And again, all of this I came to understand by the fucking economic interest, dog. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't come through this from a philosophical perspective. I just, I came through it from understanding that, again, this, and this is the point that I'm trying to make where it's like, you could think about it as a conspiracy, man, but it's so much easier to understand it as, a, as, as an economic force, right? And the economic force here is BRICS, Bri- uh, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. That, that's basically what it's boiling down to. And now even Mexico is trying to get in the mix, dog. Um... And basically what's happening, of course, just just in case you're unfamiliar, is that the world is waking up to the fucking alleged authority of the United States of America. Like we, this country, I say we, but it's not me, dog. I fucking have told you many times. 
I'm loyal to the land and nothing else. I don't give a fuck what flag flies over it, whether it's the United States of America flag, the trans flag. I don't give a fuck. I'm loyal to the soil first. You know what I mean? But uh, the rest of the world is waking up to the heavy handedness of the United States of America, dog. They're waking up to the heavy handedness of the United States of America. And they're starting to understand that the only force, the only reason rather, that they have been beholden to the petrodollar is fear of military force on behalf of the United States of America. And now, basically, Henry Kissinger's, that evil fuckhead, his worst nightmare is coming true. His worst nightmare, meaning, which should realistically be the concern of every single fucking American citizen, honestly, because it's going to come at our expense, dog. But uh, the, their, their, their nightmare is an alliance between Russia, Iran, and China, which is exactly what's going on right now. Dog, I didn't, you know, I didn't see this on social media. And this is the, this is the point that I'm trying to make about the fucking, uh, about the, uh, the echo chamber that I'm in now. You know what I mean? Right now, the currently the echo chamber that I'm in, they're only just fucking talking about leftist anarchist shit, spiritual shit, which is great. I love it. Like I said, you know what I mean? But there's so much more important shit going on in the world that it's going to fucking like, it's really going to test as what I'm trying to say here, just how fucking anarchist and spiritual y'all motherfuckers really are. You know what I'm saying? It's really going to test just how fucking Marxist these motherfuckers are. It's really going to test just how Antifa these motherfuckers really are, dog. Okay, because all of that kind of shit is going to pale in comparison to what's happening currently on the global economic scale, dog. And the point that I was going to make before I went off on that quick tangent was that, bro, China brokered peace between Iran and Saudi Arabia. The Shi and the Sunni Muslims, dog. Like, that shit is wild, bro. We're talking hundreds, if not a thousand years worth of fucking in infighting between those peoples. You know what I mean? And China was able to come through and fucking unite them, dog. Not the United States, mind you. Not fucking any of the quote-unquote allies in the European and in, 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 in NATO, okay? It was fucking China, dog. You know what I mean? And they didn't stop there, bro. They're going down to Africa. They're fucking bringing together the African countries. Nigeria just said, we're not fucking with the U.S. dollar no more, dog. We're just going to, we're going to fuck with another currency. You know what I mean? Um, and the point is that like now the world is waking up to this alleged authority of the United States government. And it's going to be bad, dog. Like I'm not trying to be a fucking doomsaying alarmist fucking black pillar, but it's just the honest truth. And uh, the reason it's going to be bad is because realistically, there's only one of there's only one of two options out of this dog for the United States of America. And it's the only two options that the United States of America has realistically ever faced. And it is complete collapse of the American empire or World War Three. You know what I mean? And it's just crazy to me, dog, that it, this isn't more fucking like more people aren't talking about this, for instance. I, maybe they are. Maybe they are. Like I said, maybe I'm just fucking stuck on my echo chamber on social media. But it seems as though, rather, that the concern has been more with fucking spectacles than with actual real shit, dog. And I'll get to the spectacle here shortly, but I did want to give a little bit of fucking more backdrop as to why. Because, again, I'm not just being an alarmist, dog. This is real shit. You know what I mean? So a little bit more of the, the backdrop as to why these countries are fucking waking up and being like, man, fuck this. We're not fucking with the U.S. anymore, dog. You know what I mean? The petrodollar. And, uh... Part of it had to do with the war in Ukraine, right? Don't even get me started, dog, on how we can't afford to fucking provide for Americans here for their, their retirement. But in the most recent retirement package, or <laughs> basically what it was, dog, in the most recent quote-unquote aid package to the Ukraine, we're paying for the retirement of Ukrainian citizens. Like, bro, I just, it, it's so, 
crazy everything that's happening that's going on right now if you think this country still has your interest in mind like if you're listening to the podcast you probably don't right but if your homies your family still thinks that this country still has your interest in mind like you need to have a real conversation with these motherfuckers and be like bro it's time that we fucking wake up because it's not looking too good dog anyways what happened basically is that when that whole spectacle over there the whole fucking money laundering operation happened in the ukraine um they seized over $600 billion of Russia's money, right? Russia had a lot of their reserve currency, is what I should say. They had a lot of their reserve currency held in American dollars. And most of it was held in banks uh, here, like probably the Federal Reserve here, not probably, but that's where it was held, right? Uh, like the Federal Reserve here in the United States or a central bank somewhere in uh, uh, in Europe, okay? And uh, when the world started, when, when the war started rather, the fucking... The American fucking banking cartel, they basically fucking stole the the, the Russian money, dog. That that's how it happened. <laughs> and it wasn't the first time. Six hundred billion dollars, bro. And it was and then you, of course you gotta ask yourself, where the fuck did that money go? Who has that money? Why are they taking fucking trillions of dollars in American taxpayer dollars to pay the Ukraine when they stole six hundred billion dollars from fucking Russia? Like, give them that fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Who has that money? Where did it go? Okay, you start asking these questions and people are like, oh, that's anti-Semitic. No, bitch, fuck you. That's a dialectical material critique. I'll tell you exactly where it went. Into the pockets of the bourgeoisie, dog. Into the pockets of the same motherfuckers who have been directing the flow of economic influence from the moment that capitalism got started 500 years ago. That's where that money went. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, and uh, like I said, this wasn't the first time, dog. This happened again during the war in Afghanistan. When the Taliban took over, allegedly the Taliban, the United States government fucking propped up, you know, you know, in the form of the Taliban, right? When they took over, same issue, dog. They took billions of dollars from the Afghani people. And still to this day, the Afghani people are like, where the fuck is our money, dog? You took, you stole our money, motherfuckers, right? That's why I say shit like, this is not a government, dog. It's a fucking cartel. The same way that we look at these cartels in Mexico, that's the United States government too, dog. That's just them operating in Mexico, okay? There's laws in place that say the United States government can't operate in Mexico, so they circumvent those laws and they create cartels and say, okay, well, guess what, bitch? Now we're in Mexico in the form of a cartel, right? So the same way that these cartels are operating down in Mexico, dog, on a small scale, that's what the United States government is on a large scale. There's fucking gangsters, bro. They're, those are real fucking gangsters. You know what I mean? All these fucking punk-ass, fake-ass thugs running around, strapped up and shooting up fucking, you know, uh, uh, city, uh, our, our fellow man here, our, our fellow peeps here in, in the city and around the world, uh, around the nation, you know what I mean? And, you know, fucking thugged out and all that kind of bullshit. Like, those aren't gangsters, dog. Tupac wasn't a gangster. I love Pac, but he wasn't a gangster. Motherfuckers that fell for that psyop of gangster rap, those aren't gangsters, dog. Those are fucking brainwashed lemmings, bro. The real motherfucking gangsters are on Wall Street, dog. The real motherfucking gangsters are the ones who are fucking pulling the strings for the fucking cartel, the shadow cartel of the fucking United States government, right? Those are real gangsters, bro, okay? And, um... That's basically what happened, dog. The, the, the whole world is waking up and realizing now that, yeah, dog, this fucking United States government, it's a fucking cartel, bro. A military industrial cartel and a fucking banking cartel. And they use both of those to fucking assert their dominance around the world. And historically, countries have tried to circumvent it through war. But unfortunately for them, the United States is really good at war, dog. It's like the fucking thing. That, that's, that's their bread and butter. This fucking country is founded on war. A fucking death cult dog you know what i mean and uh <laughs> trying well you know it's not impossible dog the vietnamese did it shout out to them you know what i'm saying but uh 
it's not the easiest task in the world. You know what I mean? Because of the unlimited, seemingly unlimited amount of resources that the United States government is willing to spend on military spending. So the only other solution, it seems, of course, was to circumvent them financially. And that's exactly what the fuck is happening right now with the BRICS, dog. They're coming along and saying, why the fuck are we giving our money to the United States government and possibly having them fucking take it from us at any given moment when we can just forego the petrodollar completely and trade within our own native currencies? Like, oh, why the fuck are we even going through the United States dollar? You know what I mean? And that's what's happening right now, dog. And this shit is fucking critical. Like, it is... I can't even... Again... I'm not trying to fucking profess some profound economic knowledge, you know what I mean? But I know enough to know, for one, just in life in general, I know enough to know that when smart people who are fucking informed on the subject are concerned about it, then maybe you should be concerned about it too, okay? And two, I know enough to know, like, the financial literacy that if the petrodollar is threatened in any way, shape, or form, again... The United States of America basically has only one of two options, dog. And that is collapse or war, right? That's what happened. You know, you can make up all the fucking conspiracies you want. You can make up all the excuses you want. It doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, that's exactly what happened with fucking Saddam Hussein and Muammar Gaddafi. Okay. Sorry, I can't pronounce his name. My apologies to those people who are of Arabic language speaking uh, descent, right? Uh, but you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, again, make up, put all the fucking mass media brainwashing aside, put all the fucking conspiracies aside, right? One of my favorite conspiracies, just, just, just throw it out there, right? Is, uh, that they were going into Iraq specific, not for weapons of mass destruction. Like I were told nuclear bombs and all that kind of shit, but for old ancient fucking knowledge that they're trying to destroy in order to keep mankind continuously suppressed. Maybe dog, or maybe, maybe the reason they were doing so is because fucking uh, Saddam Hussein, who was an installed puppet, by the way, turned around and said, actually, you know what? We don't want to fuck with the United States dollar anymore. And as soon as he did that, the United States was like, oh, yeah, bitch, check this out. Right. And they fucking hung that motherfucker, dog. They were so critical that they hung him on a fucking Muslim holy day, dog. They did not give a motherfuck. They killed that dude with no exceptions. The same thing happened to Gaddafi, dog. The same exact thing. Right. Gaddafi was cool. He was shot there chilling. Until he said he wanted to stop trading in the United States petrodollar and instead wanted to start trading in a fucking uh, 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 an African uh, 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 a dollar instead, like one that was for the continent of Africa. Right. And as soon as he said that, they fucking beat that dude down. They fucking basically lynched him and stuck fucking knives up his ass, dog. And they said, oh, yeah, bitch, let this be a lesson to the rest of these fools that we installed out here. If you want to fucking break away and try to do your own thing. You're going to end up like Gaddafi fucking begging for your life on video for the rest of the world to see as people are fucking shoving knives up your ass. You know what I mean? That's how fucking, that's how gangsters operate. That's how these real motherfuckers operate. You know what I'm saying? So now we're there. That's where we are right now. Okay? But except this time, it's not Saddam Hussein, dog. And it's not Gaddafi. And that's not to dismiss either Saddam Hussein or Gaddafi because those were two gangster motherfuckers themselves. But this time, we're talking about two of the most fucking ancient dynasties of the world, dog, that are led by two people who are absolutely not fucking afraid. Putin is not afraid of America, dog, in any way, shape, or form. Putin's a gangster-ass motherfucker himself. Got a black belt in judo, dog. I respect that. You know what I mean? Um, 
But that fool's not afraid. You think he's afraid of Joe Biden, dog? You think he was afraid of Donald Trump? No, he's not afraid. He's not going to back down, right? And the same is true of the fucking uh, Xi uh, over in China. Like, I, you know, like, I don't know what his background is, but I know that dude is not fucking blinking, bro. He's staring American imperialism dead in the face, and he is not blinking. They're fucking moving full tilt, 100% forward, which is where it brings the United States, right? It's going to put the United States and the quote-unquote allied nations in fucking a position where they're either going to have to face, like I said, collapse or World War III. And if we know anything about American empire, dog, it's not. <sighs> okay. I, I want to say, I want to say that it's not going to go out without a fight, dog. But I'm not, I'm honestly not so sure, bro. And uh, the reason why, and again, this is not a conspiracy, dog. It's, it's not a conspiracy. It's fucking basic economic literacy, bro. It's Marxism 101, dog. The whole world is directed and influenced by material forces. It's all about the greenbacks, homie. It's all about the Benjamins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need a conspiracy, dog. Just follow the paper trail. And the paper trail tells us that this country, the United States of America, has been sold to foreign fucking entities for a long ago. It's been sold out by the fucking politicians that we allegedly voted into office to have our American interests in mind. And they have done nothing of the sort. And now, more than ever, we are facing the full fucking brunt of that force. Whether it comes in the form of these alleged accidents with the train derailments, whether it becomes of the fucking poison land and air and water, whether it becomes in the deflation or the inflation, rather, uh, of the American dollar. It doesn't matter, dog. The basic point is this country is being destroyed from within, okay? And on top of all of that, on top of all of that, it's absolutely being destroyed by identity politics, bro. The culture war is fucking so real, dog. Part of me honestly feels a little bit guilty because it was, I was, ugh, ugh. Quick tangent. I presented at a conference about two weeks ago, a week ago, I don't know, some time ago. It was actually a week ago. About a week ago, a hey, right? <laughs> and uh, part of that entailed that I had, I went back and I did some fucking uh, reading on some of the writings that I did from uh, my doctoral program. Because I wanted to, you know, just spiffy up on the shit that I was going to be talking about. And it literally made me cringe so hard, bro. It made me cringe so hard realizing that I was basically a brainwashed Muppet. It makes me wonder now how brainwashed I am, right? Still. But uh, definitely then a brainwashed Muppet that was basically just writing to satisfy the fucking desires of the people in academia. And that was it. It's one of the reasons I dropped out of my doctoral program, right? <laughs> but I didn't realize how fucking bad it was until I just went back and reread it. Like, oh, this is... This is terrible. Like, I'm over here sitting about, oh, it's all because about the evil white man and they fucking hate gay people and minorities and blah, blah. Like, ugh. Maybe, dog, or maybe there's a lot more complexity and nuance to that issue, right? Anyways, uh, the point is, is that I was, as I was fucking uh, doing the research for this, I came to the realization that, my bad, got a little bit distracted there. But the basic gist that I was trying to say, dog, is uh, as I was going through those writings, I realized just how... How much that maybe even, I mean, I'm not like this fucking widely published academic dog. So I'm not trying to glorify myself. You know what I mean? But I was definitely helping contribute to the very fucking destruction from within of this American empire. And, you know, part of me is like, hmm, maybe that was a bad thing. But the majority of me is like, nah, fuck this place, dog. It needs to change one way or another. Whatever the fuck we're experiencing right now, this shit needs to change, dog. So I really don't give a fuck, right? What comes next could be worse or it could be better. I don't know. All I know is that right now, like my fucking relative from the Paiute Nation told me, 
A fucking reservation is nothing more than a fancy word for open air prison. And a Native American is nothing more than a euphemism for prisoner of war, dog. Right? So if you put two and two together, then that you can extend that to people like myself, maybe even you, dog, if, depending on how fucking, you know, how committed you are to the fucking American country and all that kind of shit. But me personally, can't help but feel the same way, dog. Right? So if it does come to a fucking, if the American empire does come to an end, I'm, you know, it's going to suck. I'll be fucking, I'm going to be, I'm going to feel the wrath of it as an American citizen, right? But if my home fucking, if my ancestors can survive genocide, dog, we can get through this too, right? All those motherfuckers that have always been like, go back to your country, bro. Guess what, bitch? I will gladly go back to Mexico now. I have Mexican citizenship. I can have Mexican citizenship. You know what I mean? Because of the way, even though I was born in America, I can have Mexican citizenship. And if Mexico's on the come up and fucking America's on the come down, guess where your home is going, doc? And I won't even think twice about it. You know what I mean? So um, all of that to say, all of that to say is that the other way that is being destroyed from within, besides the obvious attacks on the infrastructure, is through the culture war. And, uh, you know, basically the culture war is influenced and has been entirely fucking motivated by academic discourse. Like, there's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you fucking read a little bit of academic, you know, literature, and you listen to all these little fake woke Muppets running around, you'll know that they are just word for word spitting out verbatim what a bunch of fucking elitist, leftist, fucking, uh, not even leftist, like liberal academics have brainwashed them into thinking is the truth. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> that's why I kind of felt a little bit bad. I was like, well, maybe I contributed a little bit to this, but eh, ultimately I didn't give a fuck, right? Um, my concern will be that if it does in fact happen, like the American collapse and not the World War III, then uh, I would have played a small part of it, a small part of it, right? But realistically, not large enough to take any sort of fucking accountability for it, okay? Like, again, I'm not trying to make myself sound grandiose, and I'm certainly not going to fucking put myself on the hook for a lot of shit that I definitely didn't do, because there's, there's far more many people above me to blame before you get to me, you know what I mean? But, um... Yeah, dog, like the most obvious one, of course, being with what just currently happened with this whole trans fucking, just the whole trans spectacle in general, dog. Um, but definitely the shooting that just recently occurred uh, in Nashville. You know what I mean? I have zero sympathy for fucking mass shooters, dog. I don't give a fuck who they are. I don't give a fuck what, I don't give a fuck what they are. You know what I mean? Anybody who kills a large group of people for no other reason than their own fucking beliefs lead them to do so. Like, you're instantly an enemy of humanity. So I have no respect for you, no matter who you are. You know what I mean? There is no distinction for me between the white supremacists who came down here to El Paso and fucking killed 23 of my fellow cities, uh, city uh, uh, peoples, right? And a mass shooter who's a fucking uh, trans person that went off into a school and shot, you know, uh, however many people that uh, they killed. Actually, if anything, even though the person in El Paso killed 23 and this one only killed six, they killed children, man. Like, come on, dog. Like, that is low, low. You know what I mean? That's a no-no on the streets, dog. Like, you don't harm children. You don't harm women and you don't harm children, dog. You know what I mean? And uh, it's funny because I had posted about this on the gram and someone had the audacity to say, respect trans rights, fool. And I was like, bitch, fuck, fuck you. And fuck that bitch that killed those kids. Straight the fuck up. I don't give a fuck if they were a trans person or not. And by the way, respect is a two-way street, okay? And just immediately assuming that you fucking are owed respect because of what group you identify with, like, that's not how it works, homie, okay? And if you're trying to force me to fucking adhere to your beliefs, even if it doesn't vibe with my soul, dog, not my soul, like an actual soul, but like, doesn't vibe with who I am as a person, and you're trying to force me to believe otherwise under threat of being a quote-unquote bad person, 
then for reals, fuck you, dog, because that's that's not how this shit works, homie. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck how many people agree with you, right? Um. <laughs> anyways, dog, all of that to say is that it's just very convenient to me how this whole trans, you know, debate is getting all of the attention right now, despite the very glaringly obvious issues that are faced as a country as a whole. If the United States goes into war, dog, World War III, or if it faces complete collapse, collapse of, of empire, the last thing that anyone's going to be fucking worried about is fucking your gender pronouns. I'm sorry. It's just, it is what it is, dog. I know me personally, even now, dog, we're, the, you know, the World War III hasn't popped off and we're not completely in the throat. Well, maybe we are in the throes of empire and only history will let us know that this was in fact like the fucking, the whimpering of the United States empire going out with a whimper, I should say, right? But uh, even now, dog, like, I'm dealing with fucking inflation, homie. I'm dealing with fucking rampant, you know, recession. I'm dealing with all sorts of real world shit that affects people, you know, in my position and definitely, you know, in the hood, dog. Like, I'm still in the hood, bro. What the fuck? Don't get it twisted, dog. You know what I mean? And on top of all of that, you're trying to force me to care about this fucking issue? Like, dude, this issue is going to take a back seat when the fucking financial system collapses. I guarantee it. Not because it's not important and it's not me being a fucking transphobe. It's just real shit, dog. Like when people are fucking struggling to put food on the table and feed their kids, that's when we're going to see the issues that are of real, of, of real importance. And the fact that this is getting so much more attention than these seemingly more important, at least for me, it seems more important issues like the economic situation is just completely fucking mind blowing to me, dog. And it's very difficult for me to even say this because putting aside the, the, the fear, if you will, because, ah, whatever, dog, you, you got to say what you got to say. You got to speak your, tr your power to truth. You know what I mean? Speak truth to power, rather. Uh, if you feel it, dog, like, it's got to be said. I'm not going to fucking hide it just because I'm a fear. I'm afraid of, you know, the repercussions. Like, it is what it is, dog. Um, but, you know, the fear of being labeled a transphobe. Like, I'm not. I've already mentioned it before, dog. You know what I mean? What, I'm, what I don't like is fucking authoritarians. And those motherfuckers come in all shapes and sizes, dog. They wear all kinds of masks, Okay. And uh, that goes back to the idea of you trying to force your beliefs on me, okay? And secondly, the reason why I struggle with it is because, and this is the honest reason why, I will hold to the very end that I'm not fucking transphobic, dog. I don't give a fuck what anybody accuses me of. I know who I am as a person. I don't need fucking random people on the fucking internet to, you know, validate that. And that is that from an indigenous perspective, transphobia is an inherently Euro-fucking-centric practice. So you can't be about that quote-unquote decolonization life if you're a fucking transphobe, because indigenous people, we've had multiple fucking ideas of gender and sexuality long before the Christians came and imposed their fucking uh, their system that we are beholden to. It's got nothing to do with science. It's got nothing to do with all that kind of shit because, you know, you know, the transphobes will come back and be like, science says there's only two genders, bro. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's not what's it for me. It's not about what the science says, not because I'm a science denier, but because it's more about, you know, what the people identify with culturally. Right. But at the same time, at the same time, and this is like the weird part that I find myself in, I do find it weird, dog, that fucking, you know, like the MMA situation where a, a person who was uh, uh, was born a male, but then transitioned to a female goes off and without telling people this, you know, beats up women. Like, that's very weird to me, dog. Like, it puts me in a very weird position where I don't want to be like explicitly transphobic and be like, ah, oh, fuck that dude. Like, he shouldn't be competing in women's sports. But I also don't want to just sit silent and be like, well, you know, this I don't I don't agree with this. And, I, and the fact that I can't state this out of fear of, you know, repercussion, that's that's the fucking 
definition of fucking policing that this left-wing movement is allegedly trying to abolish. Like, what are you talking about, man? You know what I mean? And uh, ultimately where it puts us in is in this weird-ass space where we can't have a conversation. We can't even have the conversation among ourselves. Going back to the Foucauldian logic where you don't need a prison, dog, where you got to put people in the prison to fucking keep, make sure that they, you know, do exactly what you want them to do and say when you put it in their mind. Because now even people among themselves will be policing themselves and being, can I be thinking that? Should I be saying that? You know what I mean? That, that's the tension that I'm talking about. And ultimately, all that winds up happening is when people aren't able to converse among one another, let alone themselves, reconcile these very difficult questions that we're trying to navigate here right now. Ultimately, what happens is conflict, which is exactly what it seems that this culture is fucking heading towards. It's a cultural conflict that I, I personally, dog, I don't see it reconciling in any other way than just outright violence. And that's terrifying to me, dog, because... For one, I don't think people recognize, realize exactly what, what that means. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, you know, I've, I've, I'm not trying to fucking put myself in this position where I'm going to brag to you about the fucking horrors that I've seen because there's people who have experienced far worse than I have and have seen far worse than I have. But from what I've seen, dog, like the violence that people have in their heads today, it's fucking cartoonish violence. It's informed by Marvel movies. It's not real. And real violence, dog, when you see real motherfuckers laying on the street fucking bleeding out, you know what I mean? That changes people really quickly, dog. It changes your perception of what reality and what life really is. You know what I mean? And right now, I feel as though like we're like this culture is being, it's like a powder keg that's continuously being filled by all sorts of mass media and news and, you know, left wing and right wing uh, political ideologies until the point where it's going to get to the powder keg and it's going to pop off, dog. In such a way that people are going to fucking experience for the first time actual real violence. Put aside the World War III violence. Now we're talking about violence here in the United States of America, dog. Right? And when that happens, I think a lot of people are going to be fucking shocked beyond belief at the levels of fucking horror that is inherent with, you know, violence when it comes to people who are fighting for what they firmly believe to be true. And honestly, dog, honestly, I am very concerned for the fucking left wing. Because as much as people accuse me of being conservative, as much as people accuse me of being a fucking, uh, 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 you know, all sorts of things that are inherent with the right wing, I'm fucking, I'm far more liberal than that, dog. You know what I mean? I empathize more with pe- with, with the quote unquote traditionally marginalized communities. I, mar- I, I, empath- I empathize with, you know, the women who have been oppressed, with the gay, pe- the gay community has been oppressed, even the transgender community has been oppressed. Dog. I really do. You know what I mean? So when I see them fucking starting shit, I'm like, bro, what the fuck? You don't you don't have what it takes to fucking <laughs> to go against this right wing American movement. You just don't. And it's not going to bode well for you if that's the fucking route you want to take. Like, it's, it's terrifying to me. It really is. Right. Which is going back to the whole idea of like you're, you're pushing this trans agenda. You know what I mean? You're trying to shove it down people's throats. And it's not going to come without consequence. So when I say that I'm not concerned about it, it's not because I'm a transphobe. It's because I'm trying to look, I'm trying to be forward thinking and realize like, okay, what's going to come from this? And what's going to come from it inevitably is a lot of fucking innocent people are going to suffer, dog. Needlessly, needlessly going to suffer. And I I don't want that. That that terrifies me, dog. You know what I mean? And uh, perhaps the more sinister part about this that isn't getting enough attention is that like I was this is what this is what led to this whole tangent here is that this is the systematic fucking destruction of the American empire again from within it's not just the infrastructure anymore dog it's the culture war 
they are pitting Americans against each other so that from if if a World War Three were inevitably to pop off, it would fucking make it easier to be able to fucking just over the American Empire is gonna go out with a, with a whimper basically, dog, because it is so divided among itself that to be able to unite to fight a, you know a common enemy, a common cause, at this point seems fucking it just it's it's it seems like a lost hope, dog. It would have to be something hugely catastrophic to be able to bridge, in my opinion the left and the right wing at this point, just by evidence of what is currently happening in the wake of the transgender shooting in Nashville. That's why we say it's a psyop, dog. Like, how convenient, bro? Like, put aside the whole shoe shit, right? But how convenient that a fucking trans person would go and shoot up a Christian school? What are they doing here? They're trying to rile up the fucking, the, 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 the foundation, the base of two of the most polarized movements in the country, right? For, for what reason? You ask yourself, well, for what reason are they trying to do this? And if you look at it from an objective reason as possible, the seeming answer is always the same. They're trying to do that to distract them from the far bigger issues. Ne- never mind now even the whole economic, the, 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 the potential economic collapse. But I'm saying like perhaps even the invasion. Like America's, the, uh, the land of America has never been, well, they say it's never been invaded. Uh, Europeans invaded it. You know what I mean? <laughs> this country, the United States of America in its brief history has never been invaded. But if the country is already fighting among itself, how is it going to mobilize to defend from outside threats? You know what I mean? So that's why we say it's a psyop. Like, they're fucking with it, dog. They're doing it on purpose in order to fucking foment this fucking aggression among one another, this fellow hatred for an American citizen to make it easier to destroy from within, from, from the outside. If you destroy from the inside, you make it far easier to destroy from the outside. You know what I mean? Some other idea that I was fucking with, just to put that aside already, dog, right? <laughs> Getting myself all worked up. With all this fucking thinking about the potentialities. I'm honestly fucking, I'm worried, dog. It, it trips me out. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I'm not trying to fucking shit on any person. Bro, life is fucking hard, man. Life is hard. And if some people feel as though, you know, they were born into the wrong body, like, I empathize with that, dog. I'm not trying to fucking tell you that you're wrong because of, you know, God made you one way, so you have to be that way. But I don't even fucking believe in Christian God. You know what I mean? Like, why would I uphold that logic? It, it means nothing to me. You know what I mean? Um... And I understand that, you know, life is difficult and the United States government makes life extremely difficult for people for a variety of reasons, dog. And the transgender community is no fucking exception. I empathize with that wholeheartedly, dog. You know what I mean? All I'm trying to say is that there's got to be room for conversation. You know what I mean? Because without it, like, we get to where we are today. And it's, it's, it's a very precarious position to be in. You know what I mean? I think about this a lot, man about what what the solution is to the fucking transgender debate. And the the more and more I think about it, the less and less I I I I see there being any sort of peaceful resolution. I'm just going to be completely 100 with you, dog. Like I'm not trying to be alarmist. I'm not trying to be a black pillar. You know what I mean? But it's just it is I don't see I don't see it. Like maybe I'm just missing something, but um I I, I don't know. I, I I just don't see it. But uh one thing that I do one thing that I have been considering about this, dog is that, you know, and I'm going to qualify by saying that I'm not trying to be facetious in any way. Like, I, this is a seriously a thought that I believe merits consideration, dog. And uh, the thought is that it may be that the conservatives are wrong in, in, in many respects, dog, when it comes to their views on the transgender community, okay? Um, and for, not, for reasons that perhaps we haven't even started to fucking acknowledge yet. And... What I mean by that is, for instance, for instance, okay, me personally, 
I do not like to drink tap water. I barely like to fucking shower in tap water. You know what I mean? Like I get in and I get out as quickly as I can because I know full well, I know full well that not only is the fucking pipes, for instance, that the infrastructure of America is decayed and dying, dog. Like we know this, okay? The fucking pipes that give us our water is no exception, right? So already just predicated off that as something of a little bit of a germaphobe. I already don't like to drink tap water because just thinking about where that fucking water comes from, like it gives me the heebie-jeebies, okay? And on top of that, I know that that fucking water has been fucking doused with chemicals, dog. And this isn't even conspiratorial at this point. I'm not even saying anything conspiratorial. Like, yeah, you could do the research. The United States government has absolutely fucking fluoridated the water for whatever reason, okay? You, I'm not fucking going to say one way or another whether it's a good thing or a bad thing because that's not that, that's outside of the scope of this episode, okay? All I know is that with absolute fact, the water is fluoridated, okay? We can merit the debates of the fluoridation at some other time. On top of that, on top of that, I'm not going <laughs> to, I don't trust the United States government, dog. I'm not willing to admit, I'm not willing to fucking believe that that's the only chemical that they've put into the water, right? For one. For two, I don't even need, I don't even need a fucking country. I don't even need a conspiracy to know that the fucking water has been contaminated, dog. Because I know that the majority of people, for instance, are on fucking prescription medicine. And I know that in America, whenever you fucking take a piss, you flush it down the toilet. And what is in your piss? The fucking lingering effects of the prescription medicine that didn't get fully fucking absorbed by your body. And where does it go? Into the water supply. And it doesn't dissipate in the water supply. So if you're drinking water from that water supply, that should lead you to believe that those chemicals are being fucking introduced into your body fucking secondhand, right? It's a big issue when it comes to fucking uh, um, the mood-altering drugs that people take, right? Mood stabilizers and all that kind of shit. Getting into the waters, dog. And then people turn around and drink them. And, you know, people who are, you know, have no issues, mental health issues, but now they're, they're taking, they're ingesting these fucking these uh these these pharmaceutical drugs secondhand right because of the people who are taking them that piss them into the fucking water and shit you know what i mean and then of course there's birth control right the birth control is a big one dog and this is the one that really got me thinking about it you know what i mean and it's like okay let's say that all these women are taking this birth control dog and they're all fucking pissing it into the water and we in turn are fucking you know <laughs> ingesting that don't you think that's gonna have a little bit of effect on us dog collectively as a fucking as a civilization if everything else is having an effect on us why wouldn't the chemicals the birth control are fucking being pissed into the water why would that be an exception and is it possible dog is it possible that that is partly to blame for instance for the decrease in testosterone over the last 50 years in american men is it possible that that's to blame partially at least again i'm just asking questions here dog so philosophize just think about it you ask the question and you go off and find the answers you know what i mean is it possible that it's responsible for the shrinking of the distance between the anus and the ball sack of men, right? Which is an indicator for more feminization. And is it possible then that all of that collectively is the result as to why, or rather when you, when you put those two together, is why it is that there is a rise in the transgender community. Motherfuckers are so quick to say, oh, it's a mental illness. Oh, you're just trying to do it for clout. Are you sure, Doug? Because, you know... The DSM-4 once said that being a homosexual was a mental illness. And then they turned around and said, actually, you know what? That was us being very, very biased, okay? And homosexuality is actually not a mental illness. 
That's the whole point of Foucault's philosophy, dog. Who gets to decide what homosexuality is? Who gets to decide whether it's a good or bad thing? Established, bougie Christian culture. So, of course, they're going to say whatever isn't fucking uh, within the norms of established, bougie Christian culture is a bad thing, right? And, of, and of course, you know, homosexuality was a bad thing. And if, Christ, according to the Christian people, the bougie Christians, and if, you know, Christians are making the field of psychiatry, of course, they're going to say homosexuality is a fucking mental disorder. You know what I mean? So... Fast forward to when the DSM-5 is released and they say, actually, no, I'm sorry, man. It wasn't a mental disorder. You guys, you, you live your life. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, cool. Why are we now saying then that transgenderism is a mental disorder? It's literally the same exact situation, the same exact argument for one, as I just gave you with this Foucault. And if you want more insight into it, I got a whole ass fucking podcast series on Foucault. Dog. Go back and look it up. It's in the library. You know what I mean? And I will detail that shit for you to a T. And secondly, dog, secondly, like, is it possible, homie, is it possible that humanity really is evolving at the fucking expense of all the chemicals that we are subjected to? Like, bro, come on, man. We're fucking prison planet, homie. We know that if you don't know this by now, like, come on, dog. We are cattle to these people. They've been experimenting on us since the very beginning. You know what I mean? And this fucking chemical chemicalization of the waters, realistically, is no exception. And it is obviously going to have an effect on us, dog. It's, it's obviously going to have some sort of effect on us. And the question is... Is it potentially affecting the evolution of humanity? Like, the, the, you know, uh, of humans. We like to say things like, oh, there's only two genders. What if a third gender is coming out now too, dog? And it's at the fucking direct expense of the chemicalization of the waters. And we're sitting here fucking... We're sitting here basically on the wrong side of history, fucking bashing transsexual people and saying, oh, there's only two genders, you're mentally ill, all that kind of bullshit. When in reality... What if we're like in the midst of some sort of fucking evolution, dog, and we and we when we don't even know it? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I don't know. All I'm saying is that I am too dumb to know anything for sure. <laughs> in fact, the only thing that I do know for certain, as I've said many times before, is that I know nothing at all. The point that I'm trying to make here is that I'm just trying to step away from all these fucking given answers that we're told are correct and ask myself, is this the only fucking potential answer? Or is there possibly more out there that can explain the situations that we find ourselves in? You know what I mean? And the transgender one right now, it's no exception, dog. It's no exception. And yeah, that's about as good a time as any to end this bitch for today, dog. I have so many more, so much more that I wanted to talk about, right? But um, I wanted to keep this one short to begin with. And for two, I just feel as though this is a good time as any to end because I want to give the other, I've already been talking for an hour, dog. And these other ideas that I had lined up, I, I feel as though they, they deserve, I don't, I don't want to just like fly by them. You know what I mean? I want to give them their due proper. So rather than just like rush it out in the hopes of getting to you as much information as possible, I think it's about a good a time as any to end this bitch, right? On the good news, on the plus side, uh, it gives me more incentive and motivation to, you know, drop these more consistently so I can get these ideas out to you uh, more quickly, quickly, right? So until then, I appreciate the fuck out of you for being here listening to you, listening to this. If you made it this far, salute, right? I appreciate the fuck out, the fuck, man, my words definitely ain't working. Definitely the perfect time to end this bitch, you know what I mean? I salute the fuck out of you, homie, if you made it this far, right? And um, yeah, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Peace.